Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. CIOCS, Soup 5, ITES SW2, to get. These contracts are just a few of the many federal contracts Connection Public Sector Solutions supports. Connection's IT hardware, software, and services for federal agencies are budget-friendly and delivered with exceptional customer service, easing procurement challenges, and day-to-day frustrations. Connection Public Sector Solutions, guiding the connection between people and technology. Learn more at connection.com slash fedcontracts. A dumpy little office in West Covina, California. It's the Boomer Show. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Joe C. And I'm Josh. And thank you very much for listening to the Boomer Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Foobar Show. That's at doublebarshow.com. And at doublebarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? See, foo. Yeah. Well, on today, it's just us. It's just Josh and myself. It's just us. It's uh, 11 o'clock in the morning on Black Friday, the day after getting really fucked up last night on Thanksgiving. Really tired. I made a juicy ass motherfucking turkey last night. Did you know? I did. And this is a recipe I've been using for the last couple of years where you're you, you do the dry rub and then you know you give the you give a nice massage to the nice mm-hmm. to the nice mm-hmm. bird. Mm-hmm. Nice and, sensual, you know, you have the candles in the back with the you know oh, the, yeah. uh, whale sound. You, you got and, Enya playing Enya. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's quite quite a quite a and, you know, and most people would just finish at the at the broth, at just pouring in the broth and then Oh, and, oh, and oh, then oh you mean pouring, yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. your personal broth. Uh, well, oh. Okay. I, don't, I don't know to tell you, right, John? <laughs> yeah, you don't so, tell me twice. Um, I also have been adding a, a, an entire bottle of Brut sparkling Brut. wine. Oh, yeah. So, of champagne, if for, for those who, uh, yeah. And and I've found that not only does it enhance the flavor of all the other herbs and spices that you're putting in there, mm-hmm. but it preserves the 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 juiciness of um of the tr- of uh, the fucking turkey of the turkey. So like the breast is is almost a little hard to cut because it's so goddamn juicy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, of course it's gonna smell like champagne at the early stages of the of it being in the oven. But goddamn, does it does it taste like champagne? It does not taste like champagne. Whoa. It tastes like some bomb ass turkey is what i'm trying to tell Damn. you it took me five hours because it was a 20 pound turkey but oh, um, that's that's a little less than what we originally anticipated we thought it was going to take you like at least six no no and uh one of the mistakes i've been making uh-huh. lately uh-huh. is that i was basting it every 15 minutes you know thus letting all the hot air out of yeah, the oven yeah yeah not letting it hit. um not i think i perfected it, it this time around because the the first time i waited 45 minutes while it was in there getting nice and warm and then i basted it and from there on out it was every 30 minutes yeah man come on don't and play with was, your meat so often oh well you know you gotta, you gotta give yourself a break every once in a while no 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 no, no? damn no so rough <laughs> 
No, so so that was uh, that was nice, uh, and I also made uh, homemade cranberry sauce the way it should be made because it's so fucking easy to do. Okay, calm down. All right, this is this is it. Listen, and, and, and my man Adam <laughs> oh, Carolla no. does this every year here's too. The, here's the rant. Here because it goes. it's so easy, and I don't understand. And it always irked me whenever uh, somebody would buy the canned yeah. cranberry sauce, and then not only that, but like it slips out in the canned oh, form, yeah, and, it's just and then the they cut it into slices. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking. Gross! Oh, what are you guys dude, doing? That's disgusting! You know, it, cranberry sauce should be it should be warm and first should off, be saucy. and it should be saucy. <laughs> Unless Not a gelatinous you know, glob of yeah, can. it looks gross when you buy it out of that fucking can, and then those, oh, those who cut it in the so in the gross. circular pieces. Anyway, real easy, everybody. You know, you go to the supermarket, you buy your bag of cranberries, mm-hmm, you dump mm-hmm. it in a pot, mm-hmm. two cups of water, uh-huh, uh-huh. one cup of sugar. No. Turn it on medium and leave it the fuck alone for 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, it's easy. And you're done. You're fucking done. If anything, keep an eye on it for the last five minutes because it'll start boiling and then it might overflow. But okay, other which than is that, it? Which is it? Leave it for 20 minutes or look at it the last five? Both. Wow. Just look at it though, unless it's an emergency, and then you gotta fuck with it. But um, that it's it's really easy, and then it's ready to serve right then and there. And um, and goddamn, dude, uh, there's no reason for it. There's no reason why people need to be buying canned cranberry sauce. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, just canned fruit in general. I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that if you, if you do that, you're a bad person. Okay. You're a bad person. Well, no. unless you're prepping for like no, an earthquake no, kit. No, no, no. Oh, get fresh oh. ass fruit or get some goddamn seeds to plant some for fresh ass fruit for when the goddamn apocalypse comes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in, in the in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I wanted to uh, share this uh, news article that I saw. Uh, I saw it yesterday. Uh, let's see here. But this was posted today by Anon News. D- does it involve turkey fries? No, it involves uh, natives and missionaries <laughs> okay this can't be good go on <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here the the title of this one is final moments of man taken out by tribe <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah so uh recently a 27 year old american man of course he had to be american uh-huh. his life was taken by an indian tribe not a native american tribe but one from india that it's one of the most isolated and defensive native tribes on the planet when he approached their remote island to try to convert them to christianity so uh, one thing that maybe um, the, the natives from this land might have taken a page out of the book, we've, we wouldn't be here uh-huh. if, if, uh, if, you know, if the Europeans were so shady about it. But these, were, these wised up. John Allen Chow is said to have paid fishermen in the area to transport him to the North Sentinel Island, the island notorious for its inhabitants who were never contacted or colonized in history, who attack and or kill anybody who dares approach. <laughs> Okay, first off, it's like why? the beginning of Jurassic Park, where it, you you know it, they pay some fishermen they pay to take some them fishermen. There. Can can you take me to a remote island, sir? I do not want to go there. Las cinco muertes. Cinco muertes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's kind of ironic as well, because. I mean, we just had Thanksgiving. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, oh, this is appropriate. After the fisherman took him to a certain distance uh, to North Sentinel Island, the man went so far as to row himself in a canoe to the beach. He was really going to try (laughs) preaching some of the least accessible people on the entire planet (laughs) who had successfully resisted colonialism for centuries. Like, he was really going to try to be that guy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 
well, maybe he's just the guinea pig. Every, you know, every 20 years or so, you know, missionary, uh, one missionary yeah. sent just to see if they could do it. And it's not like this island isn't protected. <laughs> like, this island is, is internationally viewed as protected. Like, these are the last natives on the planet. Like, the true fucking natives. I mean, there's others scattered around. Yeah, But, yeah. like, nobody fucks with these guys because they're going to fuck with you back. Um, and... <laughs> So, like, there's laws that prohibit people from contacting the island. Oh, so... So this guy just said, fuck that. And what, did he lose a bet? I don't, no, like, no. Out of all the missionaries in the whatever convent, whatever the hell it's called. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so, within mere moments of landing on the beach, he suffered from a bombardment of arrows. Oh, my God. <laughs> Reports say that the missionary was struck with arrows and still continued on and walked straight towards the tribe at they were as they were in the process of taking his life. So, some would say he ended up even holier. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was that was pretty good. <laughs> So a few uh, a few of the fishermen who who have said uh, to have witnessed the tragic event tragic event yeah. reported that the <laughs> islanders uh, fastened a rope around the man's neck and oh then dragged God. his body across the scene of the beach. Wow! There's just like nobody ever try this again, kind of thing. So the witnesses fled in fear, but proceeded to return the next day, and then they saw his body there on the shore, as um, as reported by uh, a Bay of Bengal Islands police source. <laughs> So that happened. Yeah, don't see. Don't go places where you don't go belong. Now. Yeah, yeah. If you see a sign that says "Don't feed the bears," you better not feed, feed them the bears. bears. <laughs> Unless it's a little baby bear, then you know you could lose a hand or two. That's fine. So, um, I thought this was fucking hilarious. I mean, this guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not a fan of religion, but, no. uh, but uh, it sucks that this guy passed away. But like, how fucking stupid do you have to be? Oh, pretty goddamn stupid. To <laughs> not only is this um, this is 400 years of irony right here (laughs) (laughs) um yeah dude i mean these natives are just like we're good leave us alone if you fuck with us we'll kill you and and everybody and every country around there is protecting this island for those reasons i have one question Mm -hmm. did he come carrying a turkey what, is that what is that what signaled them? No. Like, oh hell no. Not no. not on this land. Not on this <laughs> land now. Sus. <laughs> yeah, they must have read some <laughs> some stories. Uh but shit, man. I thought that was fucking funny. That's In the hilarious. spirit of Thanksgiving. <laughs> more power to those natives. Uh, and god damn it, just leave the natives alone. Just leave them alone. Just leave man. them alone. They're good. Yeah. They've been they've been figuring it out for this long. <laughs> they, they don't need our help. Yeah. Sure don't. Well, do you have any nerd news for us today, Josh? How am I going to follow that? Uh, of course I do. All right. All right. Nerd news is brought to you by Amazon. Do you shop on Amazon? Would you like to support the show? Well, go to foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. At the bottom of the homepage, click on the Amazon banner, bookmark it on your browser, and do your regular Amazon shopping from there. Doesn't cost you a thing, and you're supporting and you're supporting the show. And I highly recommend it this week because Amazon is having a lot of Black Friday deals oh, yeah. for this weekend. Click through foobarshow.com Click. to buy your Amazon shit. Everybody. Do it, people. Do it, please. Do it. Please. All right. So, in some nerd news, I know I had spoken on this a uh, few months ago, mm-hmm. but um, you know, yesterday being Thanksgiving, you know, we had the Thanksgiving Day Macy's Parade, right? And they finally revealed the Goku uh, float. Okay. So it looked pretty cool, you know, it was him Super Saiyan, uh, Super Saiyan Blue, like, flying, um, through the, you know, 
where wherever they had yeah you were talking about street. that a couple uh, podcasts ago yeah but they were gonna have that yeah and they had the music playing in the background mm-hmm. you know the sha la head la so it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so um this is you know people are kind of making fun of al roker um yeah at least dragon ball fans i should say are making fun of al roker for his pronunciation of some of the terms used in you know dragon ball so mm-hmm. here's uh, his introduction to goku all right Funimation brings us the Earth's mightiest warrior, Goku, with superhuman strength. Goku muscles out right. the popular <laughs> Dragon Ball this franchise in the back and into the parade yeah. for his Thanksgiving Day ba- debut. Featured here in his Super Saiyan Blue form, you can experience Goku's other forms, blazing speed and powers of flight in his new movie, Dragon Ball Super Broly, bursting into theaters in January. Okay. Yeah, the crowd just goes. <laughs> so I mean, this is this is a huge debut for Goku being here in America. You know, he's he's most he was mostly like a cult classic Dragon Ball growing up, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's starting to get bigger, especially with Super being a huge success that it is now. Um, but this wasn't the only. Uh, interesting thing to happen to goku and the thanksgiving day parade oh really what happened um so it looks like goku actually came upon one of his greatest villains during the thanksgiving day parade okay and that villain the wind the wind (laughs) so here's an article from comicbook.com written by megan peters dragon ball goku balloon nearly blows away at macy's thanksgiving day parade so Dragon Ball has faced some serious threats over the years, but Goku came real close to meeting his match today. The hero went onto the battlefield, that is the Thanksgiving, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, mm-hmm. and he nearly lost out when a villain got him with a hook. Oh, and by a villain, we aren't talking about Frieza or even Cell. No, this baddie's name is the Wind, <laughs> and he isn't playing around. So earlier in the morning, you know, as the parade got underway, um, there was a lot of, you know, iconic people coming, you know, balloons coming down. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as it came on, uh, as soon as Goku came on, you know, CBS was started talking and they actually caught footage of him nearly blown away. He was powering up. He was. So (laughs) they weren't prepared for his power up. So here's a little uh, snippet of that. Okay. What happened was one of the big balloons was coming down, caught that wind, and it got veered almost all the way down to hitting the pavement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it got, it, so basically, in the video, you just see the Goku balloon fall sideways because the wind is blowing him so much, uh-huh. and it just kind of like almost lands on the people pulling his balloon, <laughs> and like it's dragging him down the pavement, <laughs> and it's like so, all, also almost hitting the building across from it. Mm-hmm. So that. Goku, he luckily saved saved the people and didn't didn't crush them. So well, good, good here, good old Goku, good old Goku. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on to some you know more familiar territory. You know, everyone remembers Hugh Jackman yeah. as the iconic Wolverine character. Yeah, one of the best to play the role. So by default, in, by default, but <laughs> but he did a really good job. A great job. So it's almost hard to think of Wolverine played by anyone else but Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Right? The only thing that he didn't have that I wish he did was just to be shorter. Yeah, because like Wolverine, Wolverine's supposed to be a short dude. Yeah, just like an like, like the actual Wolverine. Wolverine. You know, yeah. they're small, so that's what 
that's what the only knock on was for him was when they initially hired him. But, but dude, I can I can look past that. Yeah, he blew it away because mm-hmm. I mean he still had the personality of Wolverine, so right. it worked it worked out pretty uh-huh. well. So it's, again, it's hard for anyone to see anyone else as Wolverine. But what about seeing Hugh Jackman as another superhero character? Like. Like another DC character. Have oh, you ever... on the DC yeah. side, huh? Yeah. Hmm, let's see. Can I guess? Yeah. Uh, what would you say would be a good fit for him? Let's see. Hugh Jackman on the DC universe. Now, now, okay. Can I get a hint as to um, what superhero family he'll be a part of? So it isn't. There isn't any reports yet of oh. him possibly going over. Okay. But he did entertain the idea, uh-huh. and he is willing to entertain the idea of possibly going to the DC Kay. universe. Um, while there isn't a character that he's even that he's kind of considered as of yet, um, he would be intrigued if someone were to come up to him with the perfect role. I think he'd be a good Dark Side. Dang, Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he'd be pretty, pretty he'd be decent. A pretty dope I, dark, dark side, I, I think. think he'd be a pretty dope, like, Ra's al Ghul. Well, fuck me. That, that, I, yep. Yep, I see it. Yeah. I see it. Because first it was uh, Mr. Liam Neeson. It was Mr. Liam Neeson. And he did a good job. He did a really good job. I thought, well, Very I good mean, job. there's no reason to bring, to not bring him back either. I mean, I think they could still use him. Ra, I mean, Ra's al Ghul is a huge villain in the Batman universe mm-hmm. because. He wants Batman to take over his role as the League of Assassins leader. Batman and, said no thanks. And yeah, he says no thanks. And he so Batman's like the only one he respects, but he like the only one he knows that can get in his way. And this guy's like a mortal. He's lived thousands and thousands of years. So naturally, you know, why not bring him back? Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. easy. And what better way for Hugh Jackman to go to, like, let's say, if you're going to go to the other universe, than mm. to be a villain rather than being a hero on DC? Well, um, what, what was the dude? Um, fuck. Uh, he did, uh, God damn it, Thanos. What's oh, the... yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think he'd be a good Thanos, and then he, he blew that out of the oh, park, and then he's yeah. Cable, too. And then he's Cable, too, and he blew that out of the yeah. park, too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you could play multiple roles. I don't, mm. I don't see a problem with that at all. But, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, maybe we'll see, you know, if uh, DC, if DC's smart enough, they should use this as an opportunity to go after Hugh Jackman to get him on yeah. any role. He's already saying he's down, and he's pretty much almost about retired the Wolverine role mm-hmm. uh, being played by him. But I think now he's entertaining doing it again because the Avengers want him on, right? Yeah, now that, um, now that the... F- Fox, you know, DC or Marvel merger mm-hmm. is kind of is pretty much going through. Um, mm-hmm. There, there aren't really any more um, obstacles for them to jump over. Uh, people are saying, yeah, maybe he should entertain the idea of going back and doing an X Men Wolverine, you know, X Men uh, Avengers movie, or yeah. just throwing in Wolverine in an Avengers movie, mm-hmm. which would be dope. So, I mean, I think they're just waiting for like everything to be officially signed yeah as far as fox and uh, dc and mar uh, and marvel yeah. or, i'm sorry not dc marvel uh disney marvel uh-huh. um so once that once we get that official announcement that everything's 100 percent go through i i wouldn't be surprised to see like a few months or a month after saying wolverine is coming back to the avengers or some shit yeah like and, and i think didn't he post something on social media uh, not long ago saying you know i'm done with the Wolverine role unless the Avengers say so, uh, yes. you know, say to, to come on. So, yes, of course, that would a... prompt something. Yeah. Uh, but And hopefully now putting this out there, DC approaches him about something, too. So I, I, that's that's exciting. Yeah. And you know what? He's not the first uh, Marvel 
actor to say that he'd be willing to jump to the DC um, universe. Mm -hmm. um, another actor by the name of Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, who, he plays Kingpin on Daredevil on, oh. the, t on the Netflix series mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. um, he was also in uh, Law and Order. Um, he was in the Law and Order series. Um, he was the uh, the bug in Men in Black. Okay. Um, he was in Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. Remember that guy that Blue kills at the end? Yep. That military guy. Mm -hmm. So um, he was actually saying that he'd be willing to, uh, you know, possibly play Lex Luthor in the DC movie series. I like that because um, so far, what's his face, Jesse? Jesse Eisenberg? Eisenberg's not doing it for me. He's not doing it for me. He's uh, he's too much of a nerdy, dangly Lex Luthor, and uh, Lex Luthor's supposed to be a tall, buff guy, right? Yes, I yeah. mean, he's he's a smart uh, entrepreneur, uh, but at the same time, he's 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 the uh, he's like an evil bat, like uh, Bruce Wayne, pretty like, much. Pretty much, like, the what they did with Jesse Eisenberg, I understand what they were trying to do, you know, show the intellect, you know, and Jesse Eisen Eisenberg can play a guy with intellect and wit and clever, uh, but he needs to be imposing to Superman, or, you right. know, like an actual threat, and I didn't mm -hmm. feel that threat in that Batman vs. Superman, that whole Batman vs. Superman movie was a mess. It was, it was, uh, it was campy without being campy. <sighs> You know what I, I mean? Yes. Uh, at least when, at least the Lex Luthor scenes. Yes. They were okay. they were campy. Very much so. And I'm just like, dude, why are you fucking with the with the feeling of the movie? Yeah. Uh, that, that, it that's wasn't, another reason I didn't enjoy the movie. Yeah. He was he was trying mm -hmm. to be a foil to what the rest of the movie was mm -hmm. was at the tone, and I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. So, I hope they fix that, and I would not be upset with a Vincent D'Onofrio. Lex Luthor. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good, uh, that's that, a good one. That sounds good. Even that John Cryer, um, you know, recently they announced on Supergirl, John Cryer was going to mm -hmm. be playing Lex Luthor. And I have confidence that because Cryer, um, I mean, he can he can do a lot. Yeah, he's he a can, range actor. Yeah, he has a big range. Uh, but I think if 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 he knew better, he'd bulk up for it, and I think he'd look good doing it. And for all we know, know, maybe he maybe he is a little bit. I mm -hmm. mean, it's a TV series, so you know he's right. got a little bit more time. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Um, you know, another in other news, Marvel wise, um, we all know that Sony pretty much has the rights to Spider Man. Still, they okay. haven't. They're sharing it with Marvel yeah. as of right now. Um, and a lot of people were kind of speculating with you know Venom being a huge success as much as it was. Okay. Um, there was were, it a success? Yeah, it was a huge success. Actually, it ended up being you know one of the top grossing comic. Not movies. with the critics though. The critics didn't like, but I mean the critics are kind of getting you know testy with comic book movies in general. Yeah. Um, so even despite critic review, critical review, you know, or you know it being penned by you know critics out there it still was really good and people a lot of the fans loved the movie so mm -hmm. i'm actually kind of considering going to see it like on a six six dollar sunday or something yeah you know why not um so a lot of people were speculating that shit well now sony's gonna just want to do spider-man all by themselves again and not give marvel mm. anything mm -hmm. well it was just announced on the uh, 21st of november that two new marvel sony movies were set for release on 2020 Okay. So are they supposed to be Spider-Man movies? Or? Um, Spider-Man Universe. So one okay. of them is gonna possibly the sequel to Venom. Mm -hmm. Um, they haven't announced the titles yet. They just have the dates so far. So, I want, I want if they're gonna do anything with Venom uh -huh. and then take that road. I mean, they need to bust out all the other symbiotes too. Carnage and I think in this next one, because I, uh -huh. I think 
uh, I didn't, again, I didn't watch the Venom movie. That would movie. be dope. Um, I heard, I heard at the very end, they teased Carnage. Um, and they, they teached Carnage, Carnage coming in. And the person that's going to be playing Carnage is none other than Woody Harrelson. Okay. Yeah. So all right. I, again, I, I gotta have, I have feelings about this. Yes. So I gotta watch this movie again just to see if he even did the Cassidy character right. Because uh-huh. I don't. I mean, I. I don't, Woody I, Harrelson has the ability to take me out of the movie because yes. it's just like it's it's Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. Carnage. It's not. It's not Carnage. Um, you know, you, you can't help but just think, oh, look, there's there's stoner Woody Harrelson. The only thing that can <laughs> ma- possibly, you know, keep me in it uh-huh. is when he's in the symbiote. Okay. You know, it's, you know, they fix that. Like, maybe it's not, you can't really 100% tell it's Woody Harrelson. Okay. Because, like, in the, um, in Venom, mm-hmm. you know, when Tom Hardy, you know, donned the symbiote pretty much, yeah. it sounded a little different. You didn't really hear Tom Hardy's voice, though it was Tom Hardy doing the voice. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't really tell. Sound it sounded like, pain. like yeah, it sounded like a <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. It's rising. <laughs> we are phenom. Anyways, um, the, the the dates right now that they have are July tenth, twenty twenty, and October second, twenty twenty. So again, one of them is going to be an untitled Marvel Sony Marvel sequel, which again I'm assuming is going to be Venom two, mm-hmm. um, set to arrive. That's the one in October. And then the other one's just an untitled Sony Marvel film on July 10th, 2020. Okay. And some people are speculating it's going to be that Morbius, the living vampire. Have you heard of that uh-uh. character? What's that What's that guy about? So um, it's going to star Jared Leto. Um, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Morbius, the living vampire. I don't know if you remember the cartoon in the 90s. Remember there was that guy... Um, all of a sudden by day he was just like this handsome like almost Russian kind of speaking dude okay. and then at night he just turned into a vampire that would suck blood from his hands remember that and then mm. Blade came into the series no you don't no, remember don't, that in the cartoon? No. so Morbius uh-uh. the living vampire is um, I, I, you know I'm not 100% familiar maybe Steph we can have Steph on she, I think she knows a little bit more about yeah, it De- uh, Steph would know more about that for sure yeah because I know she reads she reads Spider-Man a lot um, mm-hmm. more religiously than I do um, but from my understanding, he's, you know, like a half man, half vampire. And um, it's pretty much like an anti-hero thing. I'm not, I can't speak on it too much. So Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get some more info going forward. Sweet. Sweet. So, yeah, that's it for me in Nerd News, man. Cool, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll be right back. Podcast listeners, Joe C here. Are you digging all the music talk and want to see what my band, The Fallen Electric, has in store? Check us out at thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Also, be sure to listen to our album, Never Seen the World, available on all digital music stores and streaming apps. It's time to get electrified. Let's just go and waste some time. Yeah, yeah. You got some sports for us? Today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Sports with Josh. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. What? 
No, stop. What? Stop it. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's just awful. Oh, oh, just to make you cringe a little bit oh. is totally worth it. So moving on in sports, people. Hey! <laughs> Shut up! All right. Thanks, oh, Stewie. I'm sorry, Stewie. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, in sports, as we all know, Thanksgiving just passed, and we had three games go on yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say I was uh, underwhelmed by all three. Okay. Yeah, it was not a fun. Thanksgiving. I um, I was I was watching the TV, but I was I wasn't paying too much attention until the uh, the final game, where it's just. The, I mean, the the Falcons were not going to win against the Saints. I mean, we all knew that. knew that. They put up a fight. The only initially. reason I the only reason I pretended I to care <laughs> is because my in laws were here <laughs> and they're from Georgia, or at least. You know, um, Steph's uh, father, dad's from Your father-in-law's Georgia. from Georgia, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, all right, I'll watch, but this isn't going anywhere. And show enough. <laughs> yeah, I heard you said that you were just talking shit just uh, <laughs> just to make them. It could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. It could have, but, but I'm just like, typical, typical fucking Falcons. Anyway. Oh, that's that's always great. That's always great. Yeah, well, <laughs> scores for the games yesterday was the uh, Bears beat the Lions 23-16. Mm-hmm. That game was actually closer than I thought it was going to be. I enjoyed that game, actually. Oh, yeah, oh, only because the backup quarterback, Chase Daniels, had a fill-in for um, the young star out of Chicago, Mitch Trubisky, mm-hmm. who, if he was playing, it probably would not have been as close as it was. Okay. It, it may have been like a two-score two uh, two score lead at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it came down to the wire, and then you know Clayton Kershaw's homie um, Stafford. Uh, I mean, he he's they they both these guys got the yips or something whenever it's game time pressure, or I mean oh, I don't know fuck. what the hell because this guy threw a pretty much an interception that lost them the game. Yeah, it was you know it was yep. the interception for a touchdown, Locked and yeah, everyone's kind of questioning like, dude, should the Lions even continue with Stafford? I mean, uh-huh. guy puts up monster numbers like Kershaw during the regular season, right, right. but he never makes it to the postseason or does anything in the postseason. So, I mean, we'll see as as the season goes along. And then the next game, uh, the afternoon game, was the Redskins at the Cowboys. Oh, jeez! And that one actually came down to the wire at thirty-one to twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cowboys eventually won. Um, the Cowboys' offense exploded, you know, with Dak Prescott throwing for 289 yards, I think three touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott had 121, mm-hmm. and then the guy they got from the Raiders got 180 receiving yards. So Raiders again, good job, good <laughs> yeah, job. What's that all about? Yeah, just typical Raiders, in my mm. opinion. <laughs> then you had the night game. New Orleans beating the Falcons 31-17. I don't think we need to go into that one any further since Falcons suck. They they weren't they weren't good yesterday that's for sure. <laughs> so, updating our pick'em as of right now, I am sitting at three and zero for as of yesterday. Okay, getting all my picks right yesterday. The right. Foo and you are both at two and one. Mm-hmm. You only got the D- Lions pick wrong. Yeah, goddamn Lions, man. Goddamn Lions. Through that, and then uh, and then Steph. Steph's come coming uh coming up the rear at uh one and two. One and two. One and two. That sounds so like something she'd do. There's a there's a good trend there. <laughs> so again, we still got some games coming up on Sunday. Um the last games that we're gonna have on our pick'em are Seahawks at Panthers, Browns at Bengals, Steelers at Broncos, and then Packers at Vikings. Mm-hmm. So I'll give everyone an update next week to see what's going on with there. Um but in other news, in NBA Fu, I don't, I don't think you know uh, what's been going on in the NBA recently. I think you, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I am right. Maybe yep. I don't think I'm right. I'm you're high. Right. 
wait, what? Anyway, <laughs> so in NBA news, there's actually been some drama on the Warriors recently in this past week. What happened with the Warriors? So Kevin Durant right now, um, pretty much the all-star, the fucking amazing guy on the fucking Warriors right now. Mm-hmm. He, um, you know, he's on his last contract or his last year in his contract with right. the Warriors. Uh-huh. So next season, he would possibly be a free agent. So all, pretty much all the beginning of this season and the offseason, there's been speculation that he possibly could leave again, even if the Warriors win this year, oh. the championship, you okay. know, because then he'll have his third. And, you know, then at that point, he's like, all right, I got three. I can play anywhere. So mm-hmm. there's been speculation that he may actually come to L.A. and play with LeBron. Okay. So Is that a good idea? I think so. I mean, why not? You yeah. know, both these guys are amazing. They played on the Olympic team together, mm-hmm. won gold, you know, gold with each other. So I don't see a reason why not. Um, some fans, you know, may be upset because KD's jumped from team to team, but so has LeBron. So but that, I mean, that's that's the culture the NBA has fostered for the for for a while. Now. Yeah, for, I would say for the last decade. So, or so I mean, those who criticize that, I mean, I think they need to look at the NBA for for allowing that to happen as much as it has. And honestly, it makes the it makes the league more fun, the association more fun cuz it's I Yeah. Mean, that's one way to look at it. I mean, some people would argue, at least the old school people would argue with that because I mean, back in the day when you were at a team, you stayed with that team and that was the culture that you fostered with that team. Your name was attached to the team. Now with this whole free agency thing, yeah. you, you you know, it's more jumping around. Yeah. But but you're right. I mean, it puts the best of the best, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's more um, it's more merit based that way. I mean, it, we saw see a lot of people forget is that we did see a lot of this in the in the seventies and eighties mm-hmm. and nineties even because with you know Wilt coming to the Lakers, you know Wilt originally played yeah. on the Warriors um, in Philadelphia and the, you know the Sixers before mm-hmm. coming to the Lakers mm-hmm. and winning the championship with the Lakers, and then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he actually. Uh, you know, started his career as Luel Cinder on the Bucks. Yeah. And then he signed with the Lakers right. in free agency. And then again, Shaq. Mm-hmm. You know, Shaq signed with the Lakers after going with the Magic. So, I mean, the Lakers have always been that team that gets those signings. So, yeah. I mean, if he were to come to the Lakers, it'd just be like, well, shit, the rich get richer. Mm-hmm. You know, which as a Lakers fan, I would not mind. I would not mind at all. Yeah. But it's caused some strain on the Warriors recently. So as of last Monday, um, last Monday there was some controversy with the game um, played with the uh, with the Warriors, and the controversy stemmed from Draymond Green, um, who dared Kevin Durant to leave in free agency the following year. Oh shit! So this is a uh, per report by the Big Lead um, by Ryan Phillips. Uh, Draymond is still in hot water with the Golden State Warriors after serving one game suspension for conduct tre- detrimental to the team. While we speculated that what he said to Kevin Durant in the midst of their feud Monday night, a new report sheds light on the situation. So Green called Durant a bitch multiple times <laughs> during the game on Monday. <laughs> and then he also reports that Green blurted out to Durant something along the lines of, We don't need you. We won without you. Leave. Damn. So in the game, well um, this started... Let us get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. It, in the game, it started with, you know, um, like final seconds in the game, Dr- Draymond, you know, in court, you know, brought the brought the ball up 
to the to the line and KD was like clapping his hands like pass the fucking ball to me pass mm-hmm. the ball to me I'm mm-hmm. gonna score and then Draymond was just trying to do too much and then he turned over the ball and so then you just see KD going to him like what the fuck and then that's when you just see Draymond just saying him bitch shut the fuck up bitch bitch I dare you to leave blah 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 and then it got heated you know and it ended up becoming an altercation in the actual in the uh, locker room and like a lot of people hadn't seen it get to this level and it's because you know kevin durant wouldn't say what's going on with free agency right right so a lot of a lot of that passed you know they suspended draymond um for a few games he still hasn't played in a few games mm-hmm. um stemming from that until he gets his act together but uh kevin durant actually recently came out and said that you know because of what draymond said it has it's not going to affect his decision in free agency he's still gonna make whatever decision he's gonna make yeah so but it's looking like it's pretty much over for yeah, i mean there's no reason for him to say now when when, yeah. when things have been said and shit like that so yeah exactly i mean yeah. especially because i mean a lot of people were saying like these guys are friends blah 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 but it's like dude when you come out and say shit like that ain't my friend anymore it's yeah like, oh, wow wow it's like okay so I could totally see them just kind of going their separate ways, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of this year. So that'd be interesting. That'd be a nice little shakeup to the league. Yeah, it would. I mean, considering how well they've been playing and and all that shit. So yeah, and I mean, the Lakers right now aren't really doing bad. Um, they're doing pretty goddamn good. You know, they just had the LeBron mm-hmm. welcome back in Cleveland. Yeah, um, very classy Cleveland, very classy. You know, giving him a standing ovation and yeah, well, and you know, he got him a championship. Yeah, he did what he he did what he had to do. He, he did what he could. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, considering what was around him at you know when the when he did it. God, man, he, he, <laughs> it was an uphill climb. Yeah, what well, sure was it sure was even with the help of like Kyrie and Kevin Love, it was it was fucking almost impossible to win that 2016 championship. Yep. He sure did. They almost did it last year, but so close. Yeah. But I knew they weren't. I knew they weren't because one, LeBron was just playing so hard all year, and they still didn't have shit. If anything, mm-hmm. they lost a huge piece when they traded Kyrie. Yep. So this year, um, you know, we're ten and seven right now. Lakers ten and seven right now, third in the Pacific Division, mm-hmm. and it's trending upward. Our defense is getting a little better. Um, LeBron's on fire right now, averaging thirty-five points these past three games. Yeah. So we'll see how it seems progresses. like the issues that they had at the beginning of the season have been addressed yes. or are or, 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 or working towards a, you know, a betterment for their strategy and everything. Yeah, you could do. see them working on it. You can mm-hmm. see them slowly building and progressing, which is good. I'm yeah. finally happy to see some type of progression in the Lakers. It's, it's gradual, but we're seeing it and it's working. Yeah. 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 It's just, God damn, those first few games of the year. They were, were just, stupid with that were... fight. And... <laughs> <laughs> that fight did not need to it's happen. It's like, oh, really? Like, is this is how we want to, like, intro LeBron into the team? What and... was that, the second game of the year? That, well, it? that was the first home game. That was the first home yeah, game, yeah. That was the first home game. Yeah, game. against the Rockets. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was just like, what it's the like, really? Fuck? This better not be, like, a tell for the rest of the season. Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. We may make some trades, too. Um, because we still need some help on the team, and mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll work it out. So we'll see what goes on further. Foo. Yes. That's it for me and Spore. All right. Well, let's get on with another joint report, shall we? Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. Yeah, well, 
today. Um, actually, this came out a couple of days ago on the 21st of November. Uh, it's on this uh, website that I frequent to get my uh, my weed news, Leafly.com. Oh, Leafly. They, yeah, good old Leafly. They posted, Elon Musk's Joe Rogan appearance back in September draws NASA safety review of SpaceX. <laughs> Do you remember when I was talking about how um, how Elon Musk took a took a hit off of uh, one of Joe Rogan's big ass joints? Yeah, I think yeah. actually it was a it wasn't I think it was a spliff. I think it, and I had a little tobacco yeah, in there too. Yeah. So he hit that big old spliff. Um, so hitting <laughs> this is this is how they worded on the article: hitting the blunt, then launch, then launching astronauts into space sounds like a great Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> but in the world of American mainstream poli- political optics, SpaceX founder Elon Musk's appearance on the Joe Rogan Experience has become a bad look. I could have seen this coming. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's Elon Musk. They, they're gonna make sure that all the panels are in. No one was faded as fuck. You know. Funny. So <laughs> this week, NASA's chief. Uh, said that the agency will investigate SpaceX in 2019 for adherence to federal drug-free workplace contracts amid concerns about an unconventional corporate culture that starts at the top. SpaceX is located in Hawthorne, California, a state where cannabis is legal for adult use, but it's still illegal in a, in a federal level. Yeah. So they said, we need to show the American public that when we put an astronaut on a rocket, they'll be safe. <laughs> Which I, I get. I get that. I mean, yeah, you don't want the guy sending people into space being faded as fuck, building a goddamn rocket. Well, I mean, you, you can't light a cigarette in space. You shouldn't, at least. <laughs> you can, but it won't go well. <laughs> Blow up. They're going to check one of these rockets, going to have all kinds of munchies just in one compartment. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, the oxygen is, 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 is more pure than our than our atmosphere here, so you're going to light that shit up. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. So, Musk's toke highlight concerns. Uh-huh. Musk appeared on the September 7th episode of the Joe Rogan Experience and at one point drank whiskey and appeared to puff on a little blunt. Not a little blunt. Not a little. <laughs> um, Musk didn't seem to inhale from the large cannabis cigarette rolled in uh, tobacco leaf paper, though. The puff did not appear to affect him. Now, space travel is dangerous, and the 16-year-old commercial space, space flight company founded by Musk could fly astronauts as soon as June, uh, reports the state. Uh, SpaceX launched a Falcon 9 rocket on November 16th and its 12th rocket booster launch this year. So they've been making moves. They've been doing what they need to do and what their mission statement is saying. Yeah, they're finally um, getting close to their yeah, goal, right? They want to they want to take people to the moon. Yeah. And and make it uh, commercialized where maybe once we, we can get launch there, off of, right? Yeah, and make it a place to stay in vacation. Because the moon doesn't rotate itself, right? No. It just moves around. We, we always look at the same face of the moon all of the time uh-huh. uh so i mean it's easy i mean if, if we build something up there yeah, we can just, see it <laughs> just build it on the opposite side of the moon there's and, that yeah there's that too uh, or i mean they can just deface the moon as we know it right now yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, shit, man. It's the, it's the moon. Nothing's up there. Let's do something with it. You're going to see a big-ass SpaceX logo in the front face of the moon now. <laughs> it's Constantly funny because, facing. I mean, there's been a there's been a, an agreement, uh, international agreement, saying no one country owns the moon. Yeah. But that had said nothing to do about corporations. <laughs> and corporations, they've already taken over the Earth. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, so, you know, what's going to stop them from taking over the moon? Oh, man. And, and, and beyond. 
Uh, so uh, in in the not impossible event of a space flight malfunction, NASA needs to be able to say it adequately supervised yeah. its contractor. Uh, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. NASA said that the company probe would be pretty invasive, requiring hundreds of employee interviews at multiple job sites. Oh, wow. That'll cost SpaceX money amid existing delays for the commercial crew program. SpaceX told the Post that it has a comprehensive drug-free workforce and workplace programs that exceed all applicable contractual requirements. The news comes after Musk agreed to pay $20 million Securities and Exchange Commission fine for an August 7 tweet about taking Tesla private at $420 a share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I wonder if there's something in his, like, some type of language in his contract that prohibits him from doing these type of things. I don't think so, or else he wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, I think... I, I, Musk is being Musk, and it's... it's it's getting us to talk about it. Yeah, and right, but it, it probably depends on the NASA contract that they signed. As well, it, well, if you do any business with with uh, with the government, I mean, you got to adhere to their protocol and standards. standards. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a, a drug-free, alcohol-free workplace is, is something that, of course, would have to be. But it wasn't at his workplace that That's he smoked it. That's what I'm it. saying. But I think you know their argument of leadership comes from the top. Yeah. And him showing him doing that on Joe Rogan's podcast was like, oh well. <laughs> Looks like we got to pay this guy a visit. Yeah. So. <laughs> and Musk That's... has been in the news for negative reasons. I mean that that whole uh, thing about him rescuing those kids that were stuck in that cave. Yeah, in, and, in Thailand. And he, um... and him getting sued by the guy who actually did the rescuing because he called him a pedophile for living in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> because it... you know what happens in Thailand. He's been he's Boy. been. Uh, very, uh, it's been an anti-hero. Yeah, a little very bit. much of an anti-hero recently. But you know what? It's fine. He's he's building up LA. The tunnels are in progress. As the we tunnels speak. are made. Yeah, and and they're what? I think they're going to debut in December of this year. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I'm excited. Uh, uh, dude, I'm I'm surprised it got done so fucking. Fast. Well, that's what happens when you have incentive. Yeah. If you give it to the government, they're just going to lag ass, and they're just going to take forever to do it. When you give this responsibility to a guy that's just like, all right, let's do this. Then he's um, gonna get shit he's, done. He's gonna get shit done. And yep. on top of that, there's there's money to be made to be made. Oh, definitely. And yeah, yeah, he's, definitely. He's, he's doing gonna, it right. He's gonna rake in the fucking dollars at this shit. There was uh, something that I saw online a couple of days ago where uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson pretty much said Elon Musk will change civilization as we know it. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he, it, he's already it, doing it. I'm glad he's starting here. Mm. He's starting westward, and then I'm I'm sure. He'll, you know, eventually move, you know, more eastward. And if he eventually hits and influences the East Coast, Mm -hmm. then yeah. Yeah. I think our entire culture in America will change. Yeah. If he gets that far. And, and he will. Yeah. And he will. Because um, it's not slowing him down. I mean, uh, this this media turbulence isn't slowing down the, the, the innovator, Musk. Uh, his car company, Tesla, turned a rare profit this year. Yeah. It was rare to see a profit come out of Tesla because he's been putting his own money off of it and just and dealing with investors. On Friday, Musk's uh, The Boring Company completed that two-mile-long rapid transit test tunnel in Los Angeles. Monday, Musk renamed. Uh, SpaceX's uh, manned spaceship and upper stage from BFR to Starship. Now, BFR... <laughs> it was big fucking rocket. Well, the, <laughs> big, the big Falcon big rocket. Falcon and rocket. then he and, and everybody there just called it the big fucking, fucking rocket. Rocket, yeah. rocket. But he changed it to Starship because, yeah, you know... It's a little friendlier. <laughs> friendlier, I would say. <laughs> and now he wants to go into the alcohol business. 
son of a bear. Uh, he wants to make his own Tesla Kila. Oh my <laughs> god. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it. Um, and, and I've been thinking about it. We, we were talking about this last night, Josh. I know we're on the joint report now, but we uh-huh. might we might add another segment to the Food Bar Show to highlight alcohols. And, and you know, um, I'm a big fan of whiskey. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of tequila and all that good stuff. So uh, I'd love to have a component on the show that deals with, you know, a little taste testing here, Nick. So we should call that the Buds and Suds Report. Holy shit. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, that does it for me and the Joint Report. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. Will do. Well, let's uh, finish this off with a little music highlights. Huh? Muzak. Well, Eargasm. Eargasm High Fidelity Earplugs are already trusted by 100,000 customers and growing. That's right, everybody. Get your goddamn earbuds. Because... You can enjoy your favorite activities without worrying about damage to your ears. Keep the noise to a minimum, but still hear people talking and hear music with clarity. (laughs) Discreet design, and it comes with a lightweight aluminum case for easy transport. Click through the banner at foobarshow.com to get yours and help support the show. Eargasm! Put it in your ear! God damn, you're all creepy about it. It's like those creepy commercials you yeah. where you just have someone pop up in the back. Right. <laughs> well, this first song that I had uh, lined up for today is a song that came out this year. It's by a, uh, believe it or not, they're considered punk. This song is not uh, because it actually reminds me of early 90s alternative rock. Okay. This, uh, this is by a band called Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. Off, yeah, and uh, it's it's uh, it's an album called uh, Brought, uh, Bought to Rot, and the song is called Apocalypse Now <laughs> and Later. this song have you ever heard of that song um, laid by james laid by james it was made it was repopularized by the american pie movies oh okay i can highlight it in the next yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I that's probably what would i thought recognize of. it if I, you if would I everybody ever recognize but nobody knows who it's from yeah um but that's what i thought of when I, and these guys are pretty cool i mean it's I, a cool it's a cool song i kind of think of a it, it was making this song was making me think of like a fairly brothers movie like, yeah, it's just this is like the type of song that would be kind of tongue to cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, and I know, and I wonder, 
And I won't know what's gonna be. I'm gonna be the man that gets there next to uh, you. Yeah, there's and that. And I will walk <laughs> 500 yeah, yeah. miles. <laughs> yep. And then uh, also, it, it, it has the same feeling as Peaches by the presidents of the United States of America. Okay, too. I probably haven't heard. I probably would recognize well, yeah, we one can, too. We can highlight yeah, that one too. Not a bad song though. It, it doesn't match the name at all. Apocalypse <laughs> yeah, Now and in parentheses and later. And later. <laughs> Yeah. It's a good song, though. I like that. It's yeah, for cool. sure. This is another song that I was talking about in a previous podcast. I think two podcasts ago, uh-huh. you had no idea who the Toadies were. Oh, And yes. this is a song that came out in 1995. You've heard it. Everybody who's lived in Southern California during the 90s have heard it. Uh, they still play it from time to time. This mm-hmm. is a song called Possum Kingdom. To walk with me Around the lake tonight Around the lake tonight By my side By my Yeah, this entire uh, album is pretty badass, too. Uh, if you ever want to check it out, the album uh-huh. is called Rubberneck by the Rubberneck. Toadies. I think all this song is very familiar. I've heard this song, actually. I, I have it's heard this song quintessential Los Angeles, California yeah. rock and roll in the they 90s. They play this a lot on mm-hmm. K-Rock on the weekends. I, I, yeah, this song very much is familiar, so dig like, the, especially this part right here. Yep. That's the part yeah. I remember for sure. Yeah. yeah, dude. Really good song. Really good album. I encourage everybody to check it out. It's by the Toadies. Rubberneck came out in 1995. Yeah. Now, this last one, Josh, and we were talking about this, I believe, the uh, couple of podcasts ago when mm-hmm. we had Band Kid on. We just got, we went off the rails. Uh-huh. And we started talking about how Logic brought back the entire Wu-Tang Clan. Yes, yes. With, uh, with this year's, uh, uh, let's see here. It's called Young Sinatra 4. Okay. And it's actually his fourth album mm-hmm. um, in that whole series, um, starting with the, um, shit, with the Under Pressure, mm-hmm. Under Pressure album, mm-hmm. and this greatest story ever told. Um, and then the last one, Everybody, which is the, one of the, you know, the three albums I... Um, introduced and featured you know when we did feature logic Mm -hmm. so this last one this is the last album in that whole series called ys4 young shanatra 4 so here's a here's wu-tang it's a long fucking song so we're not we're not gonna play the whole thing no 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 but it'll give you a little taste of of what it is and uh god damn it's good i'm dark i'll let you try my wu-tang style i'd like to try your wu-tang style let's begin then challenge shadow Yo, Wu-Tang forever, who 
never R.I.P. O.D.B. Coming through like Killer B Ever since I heard And at 36 and 93 You cannot defeat my Wu-Tang style I leave them all dismembered Fuck them up rap That shit won't never be remembered Not even a contender No pretender Best surrender My agenda is killing shit They feeling this Yeah Assassinating every single motherfucking borough From Staten to Brooklyn to Queens The Bronx and Harlem All the way to Maryland Yeah, we coming for all of them Bobby Tarantino to the digital My shit is pivotal Smoking chronic, no medicinal Who you know assembled a clan like Voltron The one and only logic The God, the dawn, I'm gone Hey yo, logic, what up? We gonna let these motherfuckers try this yo, new tank style Yo, yo, uh, yo, kaboom Guess who stepped in the room? It's Ghostface, Gold Place, O2, Smoke K. Intelligent brothers with nine hoods moving snowflakes. Guillotine your head, last seen in the showcase. Push rate this Colgate, Trey H and Old Gates. Foliate those we most hate, we don't associate. We wear roles that you can't even pronunciate. We eat foods where you can't even pronunciate. Cribs where the floor just rises up and rotates. Location low key, can't even locate. Twin Nina sisters with the bean, we all soulmates. Team making it so much cream. The haze in the crib with my blades, it gets messy Underneath the dress and the gauge 5-7 MB, your metallic green Seats is piped off Season old tracks who night off The kitchen is my palace kitchen And it just keeps going, dude. Oh my god, you hear everyone You hear Ghostface You hear uh, Jizza, Rizza You hear Method Man, Red Man um, I mean, the All the ones that are still alive Yeah, every, pretty much everyone <laughs> that can be alive You know, except for uh, OD, ODB You yeah. know, Old Dirty Bastard Old Dirty Bastard But isn't it son? in uh, the Wu-Tang now or at least features from now, from time to time? I think from time to time. I'm not sure if he's a full-time member. Um, I'll probably have to research that. But um, but shit, yeah. man, if you're buying, uh, if you're at a bar and, and, and you know, you pay the jukebox, uh-huh. you get your money's worth with this fucking track because it's eight minutes long. Oh, hell yeah. And this album is dope. Like, I highly recommend YS4 to everyone, the Young Sinatra mm-hmm. 4. I mean, it just shows, you know, Logic's rhythm, you know, range. You know, where the last one, everybody, it was a little bit still, you know, more messagey. Um, yeah. You know, I, I felt a lot of people felt it was more messagey on the message side. With this one, just pretty much he just goes on straight raps. He, yep. he, just, he talks about how everyone, you know, a few songs, how some people were talking shit to him or don't respect him because he's a white-looking black rapper. Right, right. So, you know, but highly recommend this song, Wu-Tang Forever. Especially if you're a Wu-Tang fan, like, you guys got to get this shit. Wu-Tang. Sure. Wu-Tang. Dab Gang. <laughs> Damn gang. That's right. <laughs> well, shit, man. Um, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I heard, I hope everybody has a good weekend. And uh, we'll be doing this next week again, man. Sure will. Sure will. Don't forget to get your Black Friday shopping going. Uh, don't forget Cyber Monday, guys. There's always good deals on That's Cyber always Monday. Always good shit. Yep. 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 Well... Thank you all very much for listening into the Foobar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Foobar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. And we're sending off saying, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick.
This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.